just communication. Communication has always, always been the place where the enemy comes in and separates and divides and causes hurt feelings and causes deep pain and anguish because everybody wants to be understood. I want to be understood. I want to be heard. I want to know that what I'm talking about has been heard, perceived, and and digested in a way that is going to produce some change, but also produce a level of intimacy, you know, within your family. Well, hello there, Radiant Fire Radio Step Parents. I am excited to bring another message to you talking about communication. This is part four. I want to share a funny story with you, and this will help you understand why I'm saying communication is so important. My wife and I were discussing uh, a future eye doctor appointment that I needed to to set up. So we were having a conversation and I told her that I was going to get an appointment with my eye doctor at Dr. Berman's office. So she kept thinking and saying, you know, well, you need to get your, you need to, you're going to get your appointment at my eye doctor. We went round and round for about a half hour over the term, my eye doctor. Now, Dr. Berman's office had a separate name. It was Berman, Berman Eye Facilities. Um, He's since moved and joined another firm, another doctoring firm. And um, so she just couldn't, she needed to get her, her, her eyes checked as well. So I didn't know that there is a whole conglomerate of ophthalmologist offices that is titled My Eye Doctor. So when she kept saying she was going to go to My Eye Doctor, I thought she meant she was going to go get an appointment with Dr. Berman. It's, it's, it's funny, but it's not funny. Because I was getting frustrated because she kept saying she was, in my mind, she was going to go see Dr. Berman. But in her mind, she was going to go to the conglomerate of my eye doctor and pick one of the doctors from there. You see where I'm going? So you see how important communication is in really understanding and breaking down the, the nuts and bolts of what you're talking about. This plays a deep part in your role as a step parent. And you have to understand that words mean things. Language is very important. And if you guys aren't on the same page with what you're talking about language wise, you can create a whole level of frustration for yourself, for your stepchildren, for your biological parent. And it's, it's funny when I think about it now, but it wasn't funny in the moment because I got super frustrated because I was wondering, you know, what's what's wrong with you? You know, I'm trying to set this appointment up for you to go to Dr. Berman. But you you say that you want to go to my eye doctor. And it, it got to be one of those, I don't know if you guys remember this, Laurel and Hardy, you know, things when they, you know, who's on first? I don't know who's on first. <laughs> you know, that, that whole skit, that whole comedy routine that was going on then, back then. But communication is something that is is crucial in having a healthy relationship with your family. 
I think sometimes, you know, if your verbal communication skills aren't good, you need to take the step and go written. I can tell you that after having some, some verbal discussions and being frustrated, it was much easier for me to get an email and write it out and explain exactly what I was talking about. A point of clarity came for everybody. A point of clarity came from my stepchildren, came from my biological parent. And because that, you need to you need to utilize that tool when you when you know that you're in a a, a potential conflict when it comes to communication. You have to be able to listen, but you also have to be able to speak and talk about what you're wanting to get out there. And if you're unable to do that, or if you're limited because your language barrier that exists between you and your your family is great. It's going to take a greater effort on your part to destroy that barrier. It can be destroyed. It can be broken down. And sometimes, you know, when you look at language barriers, there's a, a an inflection in your tone. There's an inflection in your voice that if your family doesn't know who you are, they doesn't under, they don't understand your sense of humor. They don't understand your your point of view. It, it can cause a lot of hurt feelings. It can cause a lot of hurt feelings and some pain. So you have to be sensitive when you're when you're in these situations. We're going on seven years of being together, um, six years being married, and with you know with this this communication. Communication has always always been the place where the enemy comes in and separates and divides and causes hurt feelings and causes deep pain and anguish because everybody wants to be understood. I want to be understood. I want to be heard. I want to know that what I'm talking about has been heard, perceived, and, and digested in a way that it's going to produce some change, but also produce a level of intimacy you know, within your family. You should be able to get one another's jokes. You should be able to tell when someone's unhappy. You should be able to tell when they're happy by the language that they use or the or the body language that they use. And if you're, you know, unable to get past these hurdles, that's a sign that more needs to be done in your relationship to open things up, to bridge the gap. Sometimes it takes a little effort to explain what you mean versus just throwing something out there. I want you to do the dishes. Well, you can say, I would like for you on a regular basis to make sure and ensure that the dishes are washed, cleaned, put away, dried and put away versus I want you to do the dishes or you're not doing all of your chores. What do you mean I'm not doing all, all of my chores? Here's a list of things that we sat down and we talked about and agreed that you're supposed to do. And you're not doing these things on a regular basis. So in your mind, you, you, you know, you have, you have your bathroom duties. Uh, you have the trash that's supposed to be taken out. You have 
uh, laundry that's supposed to be done, window sills that's supposed to be be wiped down. But in your mind, you know, in your stepchild's mind, well, I swept the floor, so I did my chores. No, you, you didn't do your chores. You you did some of them. You didn't do all of them. And there has to be that level of understanding and talking and saying, hey, this is what I mean. This is what I'm wanting <clears throat> to uh, to take place and happen. And, and once there's once there, that line of communication is opened up and things are explained, you have a better chance at working situations out, a better chance at being open. And you as a step parent have to be self-aware, self-aware of what your verbal limitations are, your written limitations are, and even your body language, because your body language communicates something as well. Remember that. You could be frustrated with something that's going on at work that has nothing to do with the internal workings of your home. And if you bring that frustration home through your body language, your family feels it. Your family knows it. And you have to take the time out to separate that and to bring that into a deeper, smoother place in your family. Start out by having some conversations. Hey, I had a rough day today. Things sucked. Use descriptive words and descriptive uh, emotions to, to describe what you're growing, going through. This is going to help break down the wall and the barrier that the enemy is trying to create in your family. And when you do this, you're going to find your family is going to be more receptive to you. Because, and, and you have to remember this, they didn't grow up with you. They didn't see you when you had a bad day their entire life. They're, they're just now seeing it. So they're trying to interpret your reactions and your emotions and your feelings based upon what your body language is telling them. And my pastor is really good about this because she can be angry with you and she'll tell you, I'm angry with you, but that does not take away my love for you. And I think when we start explaining that to our family, we start explaining that to our stepchildren, it builds security inside of them. And we want them to be strong. We want our stepchildren and our biological parent that's working with us to be strong. We want them to be secure in the love that we have for them. It's never going to change. You know, I find myself often telling them, I, I love you. That that's not going to change. I know you, you've had people say that they love you and walk away from you. And, you know, they didn't mean what they said, but I actually mean what I said. And because I love you, I'm going to say certain things to you. I'm going to try to explain my position. I'm going to try to explain what it is that's going on so that you have an understanding and we have an intimacy together. We have a, a one mind, one accord going on so that we can work together and work through our conflicts and work through our life's problems. If you don't do this, you're going to have a hard time having your stepchildren come to you when they need something. You've got to be the one to break down that barrier. You've got to be the one to open up communication.
so that they know they can bring their items and their issues to you. This has been Christopher Radiant Fire Radio, part four of communication. We are committed to excellence and truth. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you as we go forth in this endeavor in this hour. We pray that God would be with you. His prophetic mantle and his prophetic anointing would be upon your life. Please feel free to contact us at any time with questions, comments, or concerns. You can reach us at Christopher at RadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries, on YouTube.